Good morning, and welcome to 30 Minute Reviews. I am Adam. We are here to discuss The Flash, the movie that is still coming out. Because despite Ezra Miller's controversies, Warner Brothers still has confidence in the movie. Um, and what they did with this movie this week, or yesterday really, to shake up the 2023 release calendar. Now, I did a little digging on the 2023 release calendar, partially because I wanted to, you know, look into it for this story, partially because I'm working on the 2023 full list of upcoming releases um, for, for, uh, for my other job, and um, I was a little, what's the word I'm looking for here, not concerned, I think concerned is the wrong word. Um, a little confused about this move. Because here's the thing, as it stood, The Flash is coming out the week before Indiana Jones and the, uh, what's it called? And the Dial of Destiny. Um, and then from there, we would go to, um, what's it called? We would go to, uh, uh Insidious and then, uh, what was the one after? Yes, there's another big... Oh, Mission Impossible was a movie after that. Um, and then before that, it was kind of an empty week, and then the week before that was Elemental. Um, now they've... Well, the, the, before The Flash was Elemental. Now they've moved The Flash back to the same week as Elemental. So The Flash will be opening as the Pixar movie. Um, now, I think that's a misplay. Let me explain why. Because here's the thing. I... I the, the June release calendar is kind of stacked to begin with. Um, we have two animated movies coming out. We have Into the Spider-Verse, or Across the Spider-Verse coming out in early June. Um, and then we have, uh, the week after that, there's another movie coming out that's kind of big. Um, what the fuck was it? Transformers. Transformers was the other movie. So, with those, I had to look it up. So, with those two, um, and then following up with The Flash. If Transformers is good, that's going to eat into your first week box office. People who didn't see Transformers in the first week, because of how crappy um, Last Night and um, the other one were, the fourth one, um, people who didn't see it and have heard good word of mouth are going to go and see it then. That's going to eat into it. Um, Across the Spider-Verse may also eat into it, but I'm not super concerned about that because if Disney is putting out Elemental on the same day, they're not super concerned about Across the Spider-Verse. Um, and I, I don't think there's a reason to be in terms of box offices. I, I have confidence that movie will be great. The first Spider-Verse movie is one of my favorite movies. Um, and I, I think that what we have is, you know, the situation where Elemental will be the third animated movie of the year. Behind Spider-Verse and behind uh, Super Mario. Um, if it does as well historically as past ones, it would do about 40 to 50 million. 
Now, are they looking at the Batman and seeing, well, the Batman did 150, or 180 million, I think, it's opening weekend. Like, let's see if we can replicate that with this. I don't think you're going to replicate that with The Flash, because again, unless you're marketing this shit heavily on Batman being in the movie, I, I don't think most people will, you know, will, will appreciate, will, will go and see this movie. Um, especially considering we have no trailer. And I think it's really telling, too, that, again, I've talked about this before with the idea of movies that have issues going uh, in production and, and stuff like that. Um, we see a lot of reports of movies having issues and movies needing reasons and stuff like that. Um, but infrequently does that sort ever fall in the way where it makes the, what's it called, where it, it impacts, it negatively is assigned to movie male leads or movies with white leads. Um, in this case, Ezra Miller is not male, but they are white. Um, Ezra Miller identifies as non-binary, for those who don't know. Um, which is, like, I saw someone point out, like, why did you go point out that, he's that they identify as non-binary in every article? And it's like, because you're using the pronoun they, you gotta put a reason why you're using the pronoun they whenever you talk about Ezra Miller. Um... But I, I think that that has a lot to do with it. Any other movie, if they were doing this many delays and this many reshoots, um, like Rogue One had reshoots, you would have thought that Rogue One was a complete pile of shit. Um, like any other movie that goes through this level of reshoots is something where we it'll get reported on as the movie is shit, except for The Flash for some reason. I, I can't understand why The Flash is not getting that same thing. Where, meanwhile, it's like, it's going through reshoots upon reshoots upon reshoots and delayed upon delay upon, upon delay. And, look, I get some of the delays were COVID-related. Totally understand that. But at the same time, a good amount of delays were not COVID-related. It was supposed to come out, like, six months ago. Um, and then it got delayed into March. And then it got delayed again to July. And it's like, well, what the fuck? Like, why Why is this, you know, the way it is? Meanwhile, Shazam has been locked for a few weeks now. Because Shazam had its fun, had that, was originally slated to come out this Christmas. Or, well, not originally slated, but was slated at one point to come out this Christmas. So they had it locked and ready to go. Um, but looking at this whole thing, I think that... I think this should be a misplay because I think that if I'm Disney, I want to give as wide a berth to Indiana Jones as possible. Um, I want to move Indiana Jones up a week to the spot that is now prime real estate that has been vacated by The Flash. Um, look, maybe you'll cannibalize yourself a little bit on Elemental. Maybe. Um, but I'm not entirely sure that Indiana Jones and Elemental will have the same target audience. And I also think that Turning Red is going to have a bigger impact on Pixar as an animation studio than people have realized at this point. I think that moving that to Disney Plus is going to, to be the thing that's going to, you know, that's going to kind of tip Pixar into this weird place where its box office returns will never be the same. I think that's the biggest pandemic hit. And, and quite honestly, I don't think you need to do that for Turning Red. 
by the time March came around this year, turning red, you know, was already, you know, the bobtops had already recovered to a point where it is, um, you know, back to normal, or reasonably normal. It's not fully normal, but it's closer, and we have an idea of trends, but it did not need to be moved to streaming, yet there it was on streaming instead of in theaters. Um, if you look at it that way, it's kind of like, well, what the fuck, why would they do that? And it, it is kind of like, you know, people are going to realize, you know, I can just wait for this to go streaming. Um, if it's not fantastic, I can just wait and watch with my kids at home and not go to the theater and pay, you know, however, well, I mean, it's $20 a seat. If you go as a family of four, that's $80. If you go for two, that's 40 And then you get snacks and all of that. It's, it's an expensive ordeal. It's like, why would I do that? If I if I can just wait for it to go to streaming in six months or in not even six months, a month and a half is going to be on streaming. Um, it's just one of those things where it's like I, I don't understand the like I think that that was the thing that Disney kind of has to work themselves around. I think they have to re to expand the window for theatrical for these movies um, or the theatrical exclusivity because I know that they'll stay in theaters for a while. But even after on even after they're on Disney Plus, um, but if that's the case, they need to expand the window for exclusivity in the theater because this system is going to end up hurting them. And I think that that's the only thing that I think that they're really banking on with uh, Warner Brothers. I mean, is that they're thinking that people are going to look at this and be like, oh well, it's going to be streaming in a weekend in a, in six weeks anyway. Let me just, you know, go watch it on streaming. Um, I think that's what they're hoping for. And then if movies get to that point, um, then then that's where that's what that's what they're hoping for. I think. But if I'm Disney, I would I would be like, look, I think that I would rather take less on the what's it called on on. I think if this is a franchise movie, like if they were doing like if this was Inside Out two in the summer twenty twenty four, I would give this a little bit of a wider window. I would not do this, um, but it's a new property which historically has not done as well as the sequels for obvious reasons. Um, and I think that you know if that's the case, and that's where we're headed right now. Um, I think that they need to reconsider. Reconsider their game plan on this. Because I don't think there's necessarily a, you know... I, I don't know. I, I, I Like, on the one hand, I, I... My bigger concern is Transformers. If I'm being honest. I can see Transformers getting a big second week bump. Or at least not having the second week drop off people anticipate because I have a feeling you're going to have a lot of canary in the coal mine on, on, on Rise of the Beasts. You're going to have a lot of people going in and being like, you know, oh, this movie is not terrible. A lot of people thought it was going to be terrible, but this movie is not terrible. Um, and I have a feeling you're going to get a lot of that. And I think that The Flash is not going to get that same thing. I think, if anything... 
the risk is going to come in for the Flash, and I think this is where I think they're going to, you know, you know, in terms of the general populace. I'm not talking about the internet. I'm not talking about the, you know, the people who go and and and, and you know, manipulate the the audience score and the IMDb score. I'm not talking about you know the diehard fans. I'm not talking about um, anything like that. I'm talking about the general audience who is doing you know day-to-day operations and you know people who at work I get into an argument over whether or not Rocky Four is a good movie. Um, and it's those people I think that are going to look to the movie that's coming out. They're going to be like, okay, well, if they advertise it on the back of Michael Keaton's return, and they say, look, Michael Keaton's coming back. This is, you know, this is what they're they're doing. This is what they are, you know, you know, all of that stuff. And it's like, here's you have two Batman in the movie, and you have the Flash, and you have Supergirl, and. If they if they build on the back of Michael Keaton's return, um, the the promotional materials, which based on the images out of Fandom and based on the images out of um, you know in the in the trailer, if they if they if that's the you know the marketing pitch is that's happening, and then he has a small role in the movie, which I have a feeling he will. I'm not I'm not thinking he's gonna be like you know I don't think we're gonna have him in the movie as much as the Peters from uh, No Way Home. And that's what I think. I think he's going to have a small role. And I think that if you are someone who went to see Michael Keaton come back, you are not going to be happy with the fact that Michael Keaton... Okay, Michael Keaton came back, but Michael Keaton also is, um, you know, only in the movie for a little bit. I think that's going to rub a lot of people in the wrong way, and people are going to pass it along. They're gonna listen to their their their, uh, their review friends on on on, uh, on you know various things. People will listen to you know other podcasts like Fat Man Beyond or or you know some of the more right leaning ones or anything like that. Um, and they're going to be like, well, what the fuck um, when when that comes out and. I think that that is going to not help the movie in in that regard. Um, I'm not against this movie. I want to make that very clear. I I will never outright say that this movie is going to be bad before seeing it. Not on the podcast, at least in, in, in private conversation. I will definitely articulate that to people. But I do not think that there's anything about this movie as it stands here that indicates that it is going to be bad. I think that there's a good chance that the audience interpretation of what this movie is going to be is not going to match the reality of what the movie is going to be. Um, And I think that's where there's going to be a misalignment that's going to speak, that's going to explain, you know, not explain, but it's going to uh, cause problems. And I think that, that that issue is where that's where this movie's going to get hurt at the box office, I think. Um, and it's that kind of thing where if you're giving this wide of a berth, 
if Jordan did not line up. And I think that Indiana Jones could have strong, you know, legs. And I think that that's the thing that I'm confused by with Disney. You know, here's my thing. If I was Disney and we were pulling Star Wars off the release calendar, why the fuck did you not move Dial of Destiny back to December? Because your release, unless you think that movie's not going to be good, because I think there was a chance it could have done money the same way The Force Awakens did. And, and if it did Force Awakens money, then, then God bless it, because fuck, that, you know, that would have been great for them. And I think that had you dumped it out in December on that release date that was originally, you know, Rogue Squadron, why the fuck didn't you do that? Why didn't you do that? That uh, That's my concern with, with Indiana Jones, is like, why the fuck are you putting it out in the middle of a very crowded June when you could put it out in the middle of, you know, the winter where there's less, substantially less, like, at that point, there's no... Like, the last major release next year is um, is Wish, if I remember correctly. I don't think there's a major December release because Star Wars vacated and Star Trek vacated. Uh, well, I'm, never mind. There is still um, Aquaman. But at the time that they vacated the date, Aquaman wasn't on that date yet. There was nothing on that date. It just doesn't make sense to me. That's that's the thing. Is like, why are you still dumping it out in June um, instead of instead of doing it there? But if if you want to make the most of your time, I would move it into that week where nothing's fucking coming out, and you were obviously comfortable with the Flash coming one week before. I would just move it there and just say, look, hopefully Elemental can do a lot in its opening weekend. Um, but either way, even if it doesn't, we lose out on you know. Even if it doesn't, I think you're going to. I think at this point it's a calculated risk. I think that, you know, Elemental was not going to... Was going to win the first weekend it was out. But now it won't. Because the Flash is coming out. Because the Flash is going to beat it. Even if the Flash does 90 to 100. If it does Justice League numbers, it's going to beat it. Um, and then... Um, what was the other one? Um, the... Uh, at that point you might... And they weren't going to win the second weekend because they were going to be cannibalized by the Flash. So, it's just one of those things where, like, you watch it and you're like, fuck, this is really dumb. So, at this point, just, if I'm Disney, bite the bullet and move up Indiana Jones a week. Say, fuck you. We want the extra week to not have that, to not have to worry about that. And then, deal with it. But, we'll wrap up there for today. We'll be back with whatever news story comes next with other information that may be coming this week. Um, I think there is something this week. The Game Awards is this week. So we'll probably be talking about some of the trailers that come out of the Game Awards. Um, but until then, have a great rest of your week.